0: I'm Asiel Abbas and this is Listen to Your Art, a podcast that aims to understand the world to the prism of art.
1: In our opinion, sustainability it was a bit like a trend word, and some people, some brands say yes, we are sustainable, but in the end when we start making some questions, we realize like it's not really, we don't really feel like it is and we want to be really serious about that.
0: You just heard Leticia Bordoni. With Romina Pirani, they founded Pods, a platform that helps sustainable fashion brands to grow. These two Argentinian women from Amsterdam organize pop up stores for ethical brands from all over the world and want to inspire people to be more conscious when they buy clothes. They travel with their concept, organize the pop ups in different cities and unlikely places. They also advise these young brands and help them to reach a bigger audience and to find a good business model. I wanted to talk with them because they have a large view of this sustainable phenomenon that is not only happening in New York but also in Amsterdam, London and many other cities. They also represent the spirit of their generation, wanted to work towards a purpose and in line with their values and passions. I met Romina and Leticia in New York while they were launching their six and seven editions of Pose Conscious Pop-Ups. They told me about their personal stories, why they support the idea to Pose, how they try to raise awareness to people, and what sustainable brands should do to survive in the fashion industry. So let's listen to Romina and Leticia. So, hi. hi. Hello, hi. how are you? Good, and you?
1: Great. Muy, very good. Exciting.
0: <laughs> so, can you introduce uh, yourself, please, one by one? Because I'm talking with two persons today. <laughs> so, who
2: are you? Well, I'm Romina Pirani, one of the co-founders of Post uh, Fashion Hub. Uh, we are actually working together uh, for uh, almost three years in this project. And we are in New York making our sixth edition of Post
1: Conscious Pop-Up.
0: And you are?
1: I'm Leticia Bordoni and together with Romy we are the founders of POS. And yes, we are in New York making two editions. Now we are doing the sixth one and next month the second, the seventh one.
0: Okay, so can you t- tell me exactly where are we uh, in New York right now? We are at the
2: first location of the, cam- of the canvas. The canvas is uh, basically a space where a lot of different sustainable fashion initiatives are uh, presenting their projects and uh, making basically events. And we are um, hosting our is sixth edition here. Actually, we're going to move to an, uh, to the second location, Uh to have the second edition, but now we're moving the first one as well, which is really fun because we have the possibility and we would love to go there. We're now in Manhattan, but we're going to go to Williamsburg. To
0: Williamsburg. I know that there's a lot of things also going on in Brooklyn.
1: Uh, yes. Yes. Williamsburg is really trendy in this moment. are a lot of interesting arts and also in new and upcoming the designs, also very sustainable. So as we have the possibility to be there for the designers actually being with us in Manhattan, they can be in both the space in the same pop-up. So a few days here in Manhattan, a grand opening that we had yesterday evening, and to have the experience of enjoying Williamsburg as well.
0: Okay. So can you uh, describe me a little bit what is PAUSE? What are you doing?
1: Well, we the
0: project
2: started together with the uh, well, actually, the desire of putting together sustainable brands and sustainable design, mainly the design for us is really important, uh, for all the people to rethink about what's the difference of, of buying fast fashion and, um, and sustainable fashion. So we said, we said at that moment, let's make an event for this. And it was a success. Uh, we put together brands from all over the world. And well, basically, without no- noticing, people started asking when is the next one. And then we developed, uh, we decided to develop the concept and stay together and create the company.
0: So it's a concept of pop up store? Yeah. Uh,
1: yes, yes. We start in the, in the beginning, we start with a pop up store, uh, being in an understanding venue for a few days. So we normally try to choose uh, locations that you are—they are not normally like a typical retail space because we like to challenge ourselves. Mm-hmm. So in Amsterdam, we made the pop-ups in a church, in an art gallery. Uh, now we are next to the university. In a, it was a bookstore before. We developed this concept, and then it was happening quite organically. That we had a lot of meetings with designers. Some of them are starting. So we start, like, really naturally giving them feedback about some things because we like to to have a lot of talk with them, how they're feeling, what is a challenge for them, what can we do for them. So we start also making much more things than only the pop-up. So for that reason, then, it was like a like an obligation for the process to change because we were like a the post-conscious pop-up, that we're still making our pop-up, but also post-fashion hub because we are... They have where well, a lot of things are happening, not only the pop-ups. Okay.
0: So can you uh, tell me a little bit more about your background? Uh, what were you doing before? Wait, when did you met meet uh, uh-huh. the two of you? And uh, I mean, what were you doing before? Well. So
2: you, it's Romina. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> a, that, I, I was about to say it. Um, well, we met like, a, we don't believe in coincidences anymore, but let's say it was a coincidence, uh, on a plane uh, in 2013. And uh, for me, I was taking a month off uh, to travel, and uh, I was leaving everything behind. I, I study accountancy, and I always have this double life with creative um, projects uh, involved with fashion, involved with sustainable fashion as well. And then I said, I don't know what to do. I went to, to for a trip. And when I came back, I met Letty on a plane. <laughs> like uh, they were coming from uh, different places. He, she was coming from Amsterdam, and I was coming from uh, Paris. No, yeah. And uh, we met on Barajas. So we flew. We flew from uh, Madrid to Buenos Aires together. We were even suppo- weren't even supposed to sit by each other. A couple asked us to change, and. We started talking and we started being in contact and working together remotely, and then everything happened. So,
0: I mean, can you tell me a little bit more? So, what was your job before, and, and what's how the conversation started about sustainable fashion? My
2: job, I was like before. I was le- I le- I left everything behind. Yeah. But I was uh, working part time in an accountancy bureau, basically, and then uh, the other part of uh, of the day, I was. Basically, making art direction for projects for theater plays, everything involved with uh, the wardrobe design and these kind of things and art production, and in all these processes, I always use uh, things that are upcycle or things from my family or you know. Like I was thinking sustainable before. So when I when we got into the plane, I remember saying to her like something about her clothing, like. I love it and she said something like it's vintage and then the conversation oh, okay. started from there.
0: So you Leticia what did you what was your background?
1: I had more like a more commercial I think that creative background. Um, I studied in international business. I was working always in big companies in import and export. And then really focus on the on the in the customers. So I was yes, I was working for so many years doing that job. Then I moved to Panama. I was working also for a big corporation there uh, in the commercial area as well. And then I moved to Amsterdam. E, and that was everything for me. Like a really thinking about okay, I really want to do something. I really want to to be together with designers i i really want to to start with the, with a networking to start talking with people and in that moment when i was starting thinking seriously to to change my life a bit because i was also very tired of working in big companies producing so many stuff and just selling things i i, did, I really didn't feel identified anymore with that uh, so in that process in that process looking for something else uh, we met and after one year we developed some ideas but she was living in argentina and i was living in amsterdam having another job so we said okay let's keep in, like, let's keep talking and after one year we sit again in argentina and we said okay let's do that and one month after we made <laughs> the quick. first pop up okay. in amsterdam so okay. it was very like uh, natural and fast and yeah. faster but uh, yeah
0: and how old uh, how old were you at the time what
2: age? Uh, you three years ago. No, it's like the, from the plane is five years ago. So oh, I think wow, we. Yes. So, so yeah, we were like around thirty. Around
0: thirty.
2: So today. 30, 31. Today I'm thirty-six. Mm-hmm.
0: 36, that's why. We have the
2: same
0: age. Yeah, we have the same age (laughs) as well. Because it's interesting that it's uh, mostly around uh, this kind of like mid-20s, mid-30s, that people try to uh, change a little bit uh, their career. And usually the one who started in sustainable fashion, it's also around that age. I mean, that's that's something... And um, so the first pop-up, for example, so you started to curate uh, many sustainable brands. How, how did it work the first time?
1: The first time it was like, a, like an experiment, like an adventure. It was something that we wanted to do. We didn't really develop a concept because it was very fast. But we knew that we want to work only with sustainable brands that That wasn't something that we had even to discuss. It was something like that because we really believe in in the process that all the government has the the how do we feel wearing and buying and choosing things good for the people, for the planet. So for that it was like a, not an option at all. It was mm-hmm. for sure.
0: And how the interest in sustainable fashion started? So, I mean, for you, like, was that a documentary that you saw? Or how did you get interested in this? It was, I think,
1: as Romy said, it was a bit uh, from from before to have that kind of sensibility. Uh, when I was a child, I, I saw I'm not going to eat animals anymore in my life. So my family, my parents were like, no, you have to do that because it was 18 years ago. So... Uh, when I was a child, I mean more a teenager. <laughs> and yes, it, it's just to feel that curiosity that what is happening, uh, what is so bad, why the fashion industry is doing so bad, what we are doing. And now it's so many information. So I think that if you want to know more, everyone can really do that. And after knowing so many things, it was like a, really like, not like an option. So we were always, I think you, Romy, as well, buying vintage stuff, um, choosing more sustainable things, wearing uh, garments from so many years ago. Sometimes I have pictures, I say, oh, I, I'm i wearing this pants, maybe that I was wearing five years ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I love it. So um, I think for us, was it was from the beginning. We It, it wasn't the discussion.
2: Yes, I think, like, in, in, in the end, it has to do, like, post uh, it, it, The pop-up, it's called post-conscious pop-up. Consciousness for us is, like, when you're conscious about who you are, conscious about the things that you want to give to the world, how you want to live, and I think we have this coincidence with Leti all the time. Like, okay, we want to do this, and we will, like, people to get this little sparkle of something, so then they can start thinking about it. It's not that we're trying to push anything. Like, just come, see, uh, be involved with the art, because it's, an, it's like made things by hands like artisans do with, in with our brands it's like being an artist and we are like in in our pop-ups having a lot of art involved a lot of uh, you know and, and atmospheres that invite you to re- rethink how are you living in the end to Try to make conscious this part of 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 choosing in life instead of just going through life uh, directly. So I think that is that is important as well. Yeah, no? and,
1: and I have to say that it was also like a very personal because in that moment when we met in that plane, I was really looking for to change a lot of things in my life. She was in the same in the same timing, so also it was a pause for us as well in our personal life to see okay, let's pause and think what we really want to do for the rest of our life. So um, it's really, like, personal, also, mm-hmm. our company. So
0: the designers that you mm-hmm. are uh, promoting during uh, this uh, pop-up, so how many are participating for this edition in New York? Mm-hmm. And how do you choose them? Like, uh, how did they uh, know about you? And how do you try also maybe to help them uh, in different ways uh, mm-hmm. with, your, with your concept?
2: Well, first of all, we have... Uh We've been contacting and researching about it since uh, the, 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 moment, the, the first moment that we started. And, uh, and then we, we said, okay, let's create uh, the brands based on the location and the audience that we know that we're going to have around. So this is what we do. Here in, at this edition, we have 40 brands. The important thing is to have different styles because we're not judging people. We want them to be conscious in their own way. That's that's uh, the the the, ma- the main idea. Not like a, you have to be sustainable and dress with these colors in this way. Mm-hmm. It, it's all about fashion as well. Mm-hmm. It's like fashion. It's not uh, maybe style. Let's say it's not the best word. Fashion. But what
0: are the different styles that you have?
2: This year? Uh we have uh, well, for example, Aunt James is like really tailored and and and. and dresses for going out to the theater or to have a really nice um, dinner somewhere, dates, let's mm-hmm. say. And then you have like a Sophie Caf- uh, so, so- Castle soki <laughs> Castle, <laughs> Sockie- Sockie Castle uh, which is from uh, from Berlin and it's a from brand Castle. that... If, from Berlin. <laughs> I'm in Germany, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and she has these sweatshirts and sweatpants that are amazingly comfortable and uh, organic and you can go like a street style as well.
1: Yeah, this for time we, we are, as we are at the canvas that they are running by Querencia, so they are very young people in their 20s. And we saw our target group is going to, it, it will be like that age. So we focus on a bit more street style uh, audience. So coming back to your question, um, for us it's, it's, it's great because in the beginning we were like approaching the designers to be to inviting them to be part of our pop-ups to be part of our experience and then it was happening in the other side they were they started just contacting us I like your pop-ups when are you going to do the next and I would like to participate how I had to do so for us it's like amazing this is like we say wow it's having this email on and this is happening more and more and we ask for the participants to just complete a form that is online in all of the pop-ups, and then we make some question about how do you produce your chlorine? How well, what what where do you do in, What is your criteria about sustainability? Because in our opinion, sustainability it was a bit uh, like a trend word, and some people, some brands say yes, we are sustainable, but in the end, when we start making some questions, we realize like it's not. Really, we don't really feel like it is, and we want to be really serious about that. We we accept to work with vegan brands, uh, with also not vegan brands. The production is very small. They make it in a small atelier. They Maybe the, the colors are um, natural as well. So it is sustainable in other way. We don't have like a criteria that it has to be like this, like this, like this. Okay. Yeah.
0: so you are in New York the last edition was uh, in Amsterdam so you travel with your concept I would love to know about where did you do the previous edition and why did you choose to come to New York this time, there's a lot of things going on so I don't know if it was maybe the reason why you came as well
2: well uh, basically no we, we, we from the beginning we knew and because of our nature as well Leti and me, we're like really dynamic people and we like to travel so it's part of who we are uh, the project is really personal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So we, can, we have to say. Uh, so we, we're always thinking about a global project. That's why we started working with the international brands from the first edition. Uh, we have had four editions in Amsterdam, as Leti says, in uh, old churches, in art galleries, in uh, different places that are outstanding. And even in a, in a tennis tournament was uh, the previous one. It was in, a, in The Hague. In The Hague, it was the fifth edition. There we met, uh, actually, Devin from uh, Cadencia Studio, which is the sustainable brand who's running the canvas. And uh, he fell in love with the concept, and he said, guys, I want you in uh, in New York. We're running a space uh, that is uh, helping sustainable fashion initiatives, so let's try to do it. And... uh,
1: yeah, we took another an- adventure. Yeah, and, and we made it, and uh, this edition, it was sold out very fast, so f- we were super happy for that. So it's okay, we are going to be there. We have more designers that really want to join us, so let's make the next one.
0: And uh, it's designers from different countries, only New York?
1: Yes, uh, there are, like, f- um, from what? From from many yeah 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 (laughs) I
2: thought you were going to tell me something. Uh, We have designers and brands from Cambodia, from France, from Spain, from Greece, from Lithuania, from Bulgaria, from well all over Europe basically. Canada, yeah, Uh, yeah, it's it's great, and we have a lot of uh, projects that involve that in America as well. So, for us, it's, like, really good as well to have at least have because people that are from, related.
0: You are from where?
2: Ah, we're from Argentina. We never mentioned mm-hmm.
0: that. Mm-hmm.
1: We are from Argentina. We are from Argentina.
0: And now you both live in Amsterdam. Yes. Now you've been working in this concept uh, for two years, three years. I mean, it the the first edition was in 2016, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you noticed that there's a movement, there's new designers that are more into sustainable fashion. Yeah. So, and... This podcast right now is mostly about what is happening in New York, so I would love to know b- with your experience and the many people that you met. Uh, how do you explain that there are d- a new generation of designers uh, who are now more into this conscious uh, way of making clothes? And uh, what does it say? Because you were saying earlier that fashion is an art, so mm-hmm. art is always has always a message. So what will be? Th- what is the message of this? those artists, those designers as well.
2: I think the is the, the the message is uh, that basically we want a better word. That more not not even like most of them are really passionate. And most of them are trying again, like us, not to touch the other one, but to try to bring it uh, to a place. Like, okay, I'm, I'm going to show you something more and more like uh, sustainable fashion is becoming more creative in the ways the, the, that is uh, being shown. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, from um, installations until the design itself. Uh, so, this is like something that is bringing more people interesting and we're having brands that are already like not mainstream, but almost there, like, uh, you, you know, uh, in, in sustainable fashion, uh, be- like, you can go and see beige shoes everywhere, these kind of things. And uh, and this is what is happening. When you do something that has really great design, which is involved with the art part, and uh, really well well, and nice intentions with the world, I think that's great. And I think younger people is, like, growing with this idea. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, and they're studying also, like... Um, more sustainable fashion. You, they have more access to more information.
1: Yeah, it's, it's I it's, I am like it's incredible how many really young people are really involved. I think when ten years ago in my twenties, I didn't see all of these things. It was something new. So I think that it somehow is changing. No, maybe, maybe not so fast, but it's changing and it's really really. Uh, grateful to see them very, very involved and commitment with what they are doing. They want to create good pieces for everyone, not only to make money with that.
0: It leads to my other question, so the difficulties that they meet now because uh, it takes a lot of money to make better clothes, it's more expensive because uh, they don't want to uh, produce in countries where the cost is uh, cheaper, like in China or Bangladesh, so now that you are close to um, many designers uh, and I'm wondering, so what do they say to you, like the, the most difficult like the most challenging part and also can they live with their brand like is it possible
1: yeah well this is a problem uh, some designers are using for example upcycling fabrics and in that case can, they can...
0: can
1: you say upcycling what it is well, upcycling so many things but for example they work they, they have partnerships for, in general they have partnerships with companies who are making upcycling with machines so they continue using another fabrics from old clothing, because now in the world we don't know what we do with all the clothing that we have to throw away. And also a lot from circular economy that they are um, separating in part, let's say, all the garments and producing the new ones. The thing is, like, for upcycling, for example, it's cheaper to access to that because they pay less, but they cannot have, like, a full collection. Or if they have one collection, they cannot continue doing this collection if it was a success because they they don't find the same uh, garment. Also, I think when they are starting alone, one designer, for example, that they are very creative and they are doing beautiful things, for them it's difficult to to also be in more commercials. And I, I, I think that this is really a problem because you can be very passionate and you can make beautiful designs, very wear, very um, commercial as well, that you can really buy and wear it. But the communication and marketing things and the commercial plan is really poor. So it's very difficult to have success and to compete um, and to be able to to really grow in that aspect. So a lot of brands that, that we were, for example, you know, in, the, in the first pop-up, half of them, they are not in the market anymore. They couldn't make it. For different reasons. Maybe they were just tired and they just had a full-time job with a salary and they are happy with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is, uh, I think it is a problem that, for that reason also for us, to have the pop-ups is to to help. Because we help to, to the designers with the communication. We promote them. We make interviews to them. We show their work. Because we are always impressed that some of them they don't have even a very good website they don't have social media and my respect of course you can communicate your brand as as the way you want but it's very important to be seen because there are so many initiatives so many cool brands so very really good qualities but nobody knows about that
0: so to you, how do you see the future of sustainable fashion then? Does it have to replace fast fashion? Or what would be like the good advice to give to young designer who wants to live and survive in this area?
2: Well, fast fashion is going to be around for some time and the consequences of this industry as well is something that is there. But uh, to give advice is like, first of all, like, yeah, you un- unite forces is very important. And, and also get the feedback from, from others because it's, uh, it's important to be open and to hear. Because sometimes when you're into a process, you're like, uh, you know, you love your projects like like a child. This is some, what happened. So to be open to the world, to throw uh, th- their feedback back. And yes, we're actually trying to go further on that. Uh, we are helping in the branding for some brands uh, as well that we, we have the that been working with us at the pop-ups or that uh, actually approach us to say girls what do you think about this or we're making like kind of a consulting and branding for them as well and this is what we're trying to 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 do to help them as well this is uh, the advice would be like just be true to what you think but also try to open yourself to be more commercial and if you cannot do it alone just be together with somebody else like uh, get collaborations
1: Yes, I think the, the communication part is the is something that we find very, very important, because you can have a beautiful product, but we the people need to know. I mean, if you are buying something that we will always use, that, that example, if you are if you want to have a dinner and say, I'm going to buy a dress, you are not going to say, I'm going to buy a sustainable dress mm-hmm. tonight. I'm going to buy a dress that fits me a beautiful, me beautiful dress. dress, and if mm-hmm. it's sustainable, great. Mm-hmm. So, in that point, as we have too many options, we all have so many options and so many beautiful garments to choose. If you can easily see that it's a really good product, you are going to choose for that one. First, because it's beautiful and fits you very well. But also, in the moment, even in the tag, if you can easily read what is how it was made or mm-hmm. just something that can touch you, then it's going to be your your intentions to buy that product, so for me, the communication is very important for the for the young designers they they really have to really put more time or attention and also continue learning all of the time because the things are going so fast, and the way to communicate and the visual part as well is very important
0: mm-hmm. so um just to finish about yes. the concepts. So it's really about reuniting all these brands, and it's interesting because we speak about sparkles, you know, mm-hmm. in sustainable fashion. There are little brands everywhere, yes. uh, so little sparkles. So you are trying to make a fire of it uh, with your. Yes, <laughs> for
2: sure, for sure. This is what we want. We want to be like. It's, it's it's all about that. It's about it's about being warm. It's because we have a real a, a personal resha- relationship with everybody. Yeah. You know, we spend like it's not just like a process of selling an event. No, for us, it's it's like really a commitment with that that's what we're actually moving uh, because we said, okay, let's we have the chance to move now we're going to some, some other places so you can be in two spaces at the same time for the first edition, it's going to be fun you're going to have a lot of uh, of, of nice uh, traffic around. So we're trying to be like personal with everybody. So it's fire. It's, it's going to be fire. When you're together, you're making more noise.
1: Yes. And our idea is to continue moving to other cities, to other countries. For us, it's important to, as we are moving to other places, to 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 do it with some partners, to local partners, uh, that, so they know the... Um, what is the best location, they know uh, more people to attract to the event. Um, for us, it's important. So we are like uh, all the time, like a searching or contacting mm-hmm. or being contacted as well to, to see what is the next pop-up and where okay. we would like to go.
0: And so for this one, uh, you are looking also for consumer, I guess. So for the previous edition, it's uh, many people come and buy the clothes or they are also just looking around because they're curious. For this one, what do you expect? Because you are moving to Williamsburg where the target is there. You are also uh, hoping that people will uh, buy this clothes and maybe learn about this brand.
2: We're always hoping to have sales for the, for the brands and we're always looking for it as well because we know that this is the way they can actually keep a sustainable business as well, not only a sustainable brand itself. Uh, so it is important for us to to have them there and to show them, but also like to to have um, how do you say it? Um, oh, I cannot say it. Sorry. Uh, to to have them like a with, with yeah with audience with audience that it's, it's, it's exposure because it's sales on a, on, one, on one side, but as you say, there's a lot of people curious mm-hmm. in, on every edition. Mm-hmm. So we want to to, to give them exposure.
0: And so to finish, where can we find you uh, on internet? Do you have a website and Instagram so people can discover the pop-up?
1: Yes, we have an um, in Instagram. You can find us in post Fashion Hub, and in on in web in, in our website post Fashion Hub and post Pop-up as well.
0: Thank you so well. Thank you very much for your time and uh, good luck for. Thank this you new wonderful edition. time. Thank, thank you. you. Thank us, yeah. you so much. Thanks. Go on Instagram at listen-to-your-art-underscore-podcast to to see the work of Romina and Leticia, at pause, and more about the artists I have met and this sustainable fashion scene. These different stories gave me a closer look at this movement. Their hub is like little sparkles everywhere over Manhattan and Brooklyn, with every week events to attend about sustainable fashion. It's full of dynamic, talented, creative, and passionate people. They show that a dress is a cultural commentary, a symbol of this generation's activism. It's their artistic tool to show that they won't surrender, that there is a future for fashion thanks to brilliant innovations. These women prove that with passions, collaboration, education and not only thinking as an artist but also as a businesswoman, they can make big changes. But what this sustainable fashion scene is also telling us is that their generation find their strength in their use but it can also be their flaws. So in a few years with more experiences and when this movement won't be a niche anymore, I can't wait to see how impactful they will be not only in the fashion industry but on the rest of the society. Thank you for listening. I'm Asiel Labas, and this was Listen to Your Art.